Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. Let's start with Santova, a reminder that what goes up doesn't always stay up. Doesn't always come down either, but in cyclical companies, you do need to be extra careful. During the pandemic, shipping costs went a little bit mad. The Drury World Container Index is a good way to see that. It was at $9,700 per container in January 2022. It's now all the way down at $1,400 in September 2023. That's actually lower than pre-pandemic levels, according to Santova. Now, although Santova is not a shipping company, the gross billings that it earns or charges are based on freight rates. So although revenue is slightly up, operating margins have slipped significantly and headline earnings per share has fallen by 22.9% year on year. It would have been worse without share buybacks softening that hit on headline earnings per share. Interestingly enough, the Asia Pacific and Europe businesses are under particular pressure with South Africa looking defensive and the UK actually growing quite solidly. The US is a very early stage market for this group with modest losses being reported there. Even Spear REIT is finding this environment tricky and that is one of the best REITs around. For the six months to August, distributable income per share actually fell by 1.19%. The company still managed to grow the distribution per share by 3.21%, but that's because of a higher payout ratio than last year, and that is the only real reason why distribution growth is positive. At least lease reversions were positive as well, and operating margin did expand on a like-for-like basis. But on the balance sheet, you'll see a loan-to-value ratio that is up by 328 basis points just in the past six months, and the average cost of funding is up 93 basis points. Simply put, debt costs a lot more than it used to, and 67% of Spear REIT's debt is variable in nature. Even this really well-managed company is not immune to the debt squeeze for REITs. Kudos to Bytes, the UK-based tech company that is growing strongly in hard currency. So of course, those growth numbers look even better in rands. Areas like software, security, AI, and cloud services are all fast growing, which means Bytes can achieve double-digit revenue growth in pounds. But of course, lucrative markets tend to attract competition, and that puts pressure on pricing, especially for larger contracts. That's exactly what we are seeing play out at Bytes, with gross profit as a percentage of gross invoiced income falling from 8.3% to 7% for the six months to August. Expenses are also under pressure. Adjusted operating profit is up 13.8%, which is slower than revenue growth, but still really good, obviously. Margins do at least remain high. The share price is up 38% this year, but it is trending lower as market valuation multiples unwind and perhaps some concerns about those margins come through. I still believe, however, that this is a goodie for your watch list. People forget that the JSC is not just for raising equity. In fact, if we are very honest, there hasn't been much equity raising on there at all in recent years. The debt market remains vibrant though, with corporates eager to raise debt from institutional investors. These investors would typically be your financial institutions, your large pension funds, banks, credit funds, and it can be very helpful to keep an eye on that market even if you are only interested in equities, because a company that can raise debt more efficiently and effectively is also more likely to create value for shareholders as the cost of debt comes down. I must therefore highlight Supergroup, which raised a billion rand under its domestic medium-term note program. 
and it did it with ease in an offer that attracted bids of 3.2 billion rand. So that's 3.2 times oversubscribed. And because there was so much demand, the pricing could come in below guidance, which means the debt is actually cheaper than Supergroup hoped it would be. That is good news for investors all around. I can't possibly end this podcast without looking at clicks. Retail fascinates me and clicks is particularly interesting. Managing to trade at a very strong valuation and handing on to an international shareholder base, despite almost endless negative headlines about our beautiful country. The company has released results for the year ended August 2023 and they are quite decent, I think, with adjusted diluted HEPs growth of 11.5%. The adjustment is necessary because of insurance recoveries in the base year and it doesn't tell the correct performance story if you compare it to the number including those recoveries. But on a price earnings multiple of 25x and a dividend yield of just 2.6%, the market continues to price clicks as though nothing can ever go wrong with this thing. And I must be honest, I can easily foresee a world in which my 6060 delivery scooter also includes my prescription medicine along with my food. That would be a whole lot more enjoyable and much more convenient than standing in the queue at the pharmacy. Be careful of paying top dollar for business models that can still be disrupted. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.